0: This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly.
1: Welcome to episode 308. Today I'm speaking with the first female president of the Florida International Air Show and all-around great person Denise Dole if you like exciting action-packed air shows that give back to the local community you know I think you'll love the Florida International Air Show in Punta Gorda Florida and we are really excited to actually be joining the Florida International Air Show with the Stuck Mike Avcast this year we'll actually have a tent there come say hello to us we're also going to be have our sister podcast there Aviation Careers podcast
0: let's do the pre-flight
1: this episode sponsored by the Law Offices of Robert M. Strumer, LLC. You can find them at www.struberlaw.com, giving away 50 scholarships guides, and you can get yours for free using the coupon code Strumer Law. You know, the law says the Robert M. Strumer LLC handles various aviation matters, including FAA safety investigations and pilot medical certification. You can find them again at www.strumerlaw.com and they are giving away 50 of those scholarships guides. And that's the guide that has over $120 million in scholarships that we've been publishing here for many years. Get it for free. Strumer Law. Use the coupon code.
0: Now entering cruise flight.
1: Again, I'm honored to be speaking with Denise Dole, president of the Florida International Air Show uh, And Denise, this is really awesome to have you on here And I'm so excited to talk about your your story How you got involved with the air show So welcome
2: Thanks for having me, I'm honored to be here We're excited to have you to the show too It's a first for us
1: It, it You know, it's a first for me Honestly, I've been to Punta Gorda a bunch of times I've never been able to go to the air show I'm like so excited to get involved with it And of course, our, our program coordinator, uh, Matt Lynn Is somewhat involved in the show, isn't he?
2: He is, um, and he keeps saying he's uh, he's going to exit, but I keep pulling it back in, just like that Scarface movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't you can't escape.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not.
2: Just when you're out, we pull you back
1: in. (laughs) It's funny you said that. You have a great sense of humor. And there's something I I have to quote from uh, right off the bat here. It's one of my favorite quotes from you. It's uh, talking about the air show. And Denise's quote is, an air show is like taking football, pizza, beer, baseball, fireworks, NASCAR, and Skinnerd, and rolling all, it all up with a big bang. Uh, and if you've not been to an air show, you're missing a lot of fun, and we all need more of that. What an incredible quote from you, Denise. I think that's like one of my favorite things there. I I, I love that reference to Skinnerd because uh, I think uh, a lot of people that aren't quite my age will will understand that one, but they can understand all the other things there. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you can't come to Florida, I don't think, without uh, putting a little Skinnerd reference in there. And I'm not traditionally from Florida, but uh, – I do understand the Florida reference when it comes to Leonard Skinner. Well, let's talk
1: a little bit about the air show. Um, uh, some people don't know what the Florida International Air Show is, but it's a it does it's a really great show that that gives back. So, if we're coming to see an air show, what can we expect?
2: If you're coming to see the Florida International Air Show, it's been around for about f- well, we're in, this is the 41st International Air Show. Uh, Florida's show our show started as a um, on a. Uh, I want to say it was an army base, a training base for, for pilots, uh, with the P-40 Warhawks. So we have a little bit of a tie into the into the airport and into the P-40 Warhawks, um, which we're going to kind of have a little surprise with this year. So that's going to be interesting, um, and then turned into um, some other aircraft. But uh, it's a very exciting show. It's very family-oriented. We have a a, a lot of. A very um, exciting things for kids. Um, it's a multi-generational show. We have uh, all ages. Um, you can see grandparents with their kids and then their kids. So it's a it's a very um, multi-generational event. I like to say this year's show is a show for the um, for the math whizzes because you know you never thought you were going to use your math but we have the 16 17 and 18 so with the Thunderbirds we have the F-16s uh, we have Randy Ball and his MiG-17 and then we're going to have some Na- the Navy team in with uh, F-18s so we're covering the gamuts on, on the teens on the teen years uh, this year Um and then also we have a number of other performers coming with a lot of fan favorites and Patty Wagstaff, uh SOCOM, Extreme Flight does very well with kids and and, and those and uh, Patrick and, and Natalia. And um, you know, we have a night a night show, a twilight show for our VIP and our sponsors with uh red line air air shows and and they do a fabulous job with a night night show so we have we have a wide range of a show that we think is really going to excite folks that are coming in to watch the show this year
1: yeah just action-packed uh you know patrick and also uh looking at all the different randy ball i mean just some really uh exciting uh just blowing going type of show
2: everyone loves the loud and fast i mean that's what gets the kids on up to the big uh, kids and um and and the veteran community just loves that stuff too our static line matt uh, handles our static line and he's lined up quite a few uh, folks for that we have some surprises on that line as well um you know air shows are meant to be full of surprises uh, so we don't want to give too much of everything away. But um, we hope that we, we're, we're going to bring a show that people will want to come and see. And then we'll want to come back and see over and over again because Ponte is a great place to see, not just an air show, but it's a great community town feel. It's a great place to visit. Uh, if you haven't been there, it has a lot to offer when you come to town.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's just so much there, uh, military museum, uh, right down there's a, a pier there that you can walk out to and there's all these shops, uh, great restaurants. So if you're there for the show, make sure you get out and not just make it a weekend at the show, possibly make a week uh, a vacation. It's uh, it's actually a, a wonderful vacation spot. And I live in Florida and we actually vacation there.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's great fishing. Um, beautiful sunsets, um, and then we also have the Vietnam uh, Memorial Wall. has uh, been a good draw also, and very touching if you haven't been past to see that. Along with the, the Military Heritage Museum, is just it, a lot of amazing things. The simulator seems to be great. Pilots love to go in there and test the skills against their wives and their kids. You know that's always a great a great draw. They can't be pulled out fast enough. You know, so um, that's always uh, something that they that they'd like to visit.
1: I can't say enough about that museum. It's not far from the airport actually, is it? Like about how far is that?
2: It's, it's probably, I would say less than a couple of miles. And actually uh, they are going to host our performer reception for us. And this year we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, Even though the performer reception is going to be closed off for a period of time, just for us to do some presentos of, um, from the county and the city to the to the jet team we are going to then roll into the in a fisherman's village which is a really nice area that a lot of tourists come to see Uh, we're going to open it up on saturday evening after the show uh, hopefully by about seven o'clock for guests to be able to interact with performers and get autographs and and spend some time with um, the jet team as well as uh, performers that are there and, um, and be able to to Interact and get And um, spend some time with folks from the show Yeah, Saturday's going to be a fun, action-packed day
1: That's that, that fisherman village You said?
2: Fisherman's village Yes, it's right uh, It's right off the back side of The Military Heritage Museum So when you come in the front of the museum They have some um, memorable Aircraft and things out front And then as you come out the back side That whole area has some pavement And stones and Uh, Different things, and and the backside uh, comes out to the harbor, and there's a walkway that'll take you right into Fisherman's Village, which is a you know has a long um, harbor walk, and some restaurants and shops, and things like that. And then they are partnering with us to um, in Center Court have a kiosk, have an area where folks can i get autographs and spend some time with the performers and the flight team
1: yeah that's really cool that's the pier i think i was talking about fisherman's village some great restaurants Uh, just a just a blast just to hang out there
2: oh yeah if you haven't been there in a while it's going through some a little bit of changes they now have a beach and a tiki bar and um, that's where the Kingfisher fleet takes their um, their sunset cruises and their fishing cruises out of and it's a it's a great place to just hang out and enjoy the weather and some cocktails and some good food and um, so we're going to take folks over there too and have some fun.
1: So Denise, let's talk a little bit about you. I know I mentioned that you were the first female president of the air show. Um, well, you have a a background in aviation or no?
2: I do not. <laughs> I do not have a background in aviation and I my family has uh, while we have a small military background. Um, I do have an uncle who served in Vietnam, who was my godfather, um, and I uh, another uncle who was in the Navy um, and had uh, small uh, um, stationing in Japan. We don't, we're not a traditional military family, and we're not, you know, we don't have those ties where you typically see that come into air shows. Um, I just fell into it, I guess, per se, by some things that I did uh, in nonprofit work and some great friendships. And, and then I took a little trip to ICAST and went to a conference and went to Las Vegas. And then, you know, things happen in Las Vegas, you don't say no, and then you wind up being president of the air show, <laughs> I guess.
1: And from your background, you have a lot of uh, experience with nonprofits, but uh, and that's something I want to talk about. People don't, I think, may not realize um, most, if not all, the profits from this go back into the community. And so, what do, what do you do with the, those profits? How do you help the local community?
2: Yeah, we are. Uh, we're a totally. Um volunteer board and uh, show so we don't have currently anyone that's on on a payroll or salary or anything like that that runs the show you know some shows do some some shows uh have you know folks that they uh contract out to that run their shows and and um consult and stuff like that we are totally operated by volunteers which you know it can be difficult (laughs) for a show our size know we're considered to be you know on the on the verge of um a medium to large size show you know and growing so you know we're growing into a pretty large show um we take just enough from the show to maintain and become sustainable you know there's a a, an account size that we want to have to cover should i'm gonna knock on wood because i hate to talk about things that you you know you don't want to jinx yourself but you want to you know uh, cover the things you need to cover make sure you have a sustainable show for the years going forward and then we take whatever is left on the, on at the end of the show or show weekend and we want to go back and help all those groups that helped us uh put on the show it takes about 600 plus volunteers to run show weekend for us so we uh go out to the community we um we ask the groups that support that uh, helped us over the years to provide volunteers for us. And in return, we try to cut checks and donate uh, those funds back to, to those groups um, at the end of the show. We don't keep, we're not a for-profit organization. We want to give back as much um, as we can to those groups that help us. So when, when I ask for sponsorships or our director of sponsorship asked for sponsorships, We're not asking for funds, you know, for our organization. We're just asking that you help us put on a show and an event weekend for families in the community, and then you're supporting the organizations in your community as well. It's not all about the show. It's about the weekend and about us helping the community as well
1: how would you become a sponsor if someone's listening or watching right now
2: online we have smaller uh, sponsorships available that you can even view in the menu on our website our website is floridaairshow.com. um we try to keep the small ones on there so that folks can just apply or submit and pick what they choose to to support in the level that they're comfortable with um and pay right online and then we've pick that up, uh, provide them with the tickets or what have you that they're um, going to receive in that package, or they can contact either myself, um, you know, Dana Carr is still very involved in in that aspect of it, uh, or our director of sponsorships who is in transition kind of right now, but there's information there on how um, you can get involved on a larger sponsorship package, and we try to tailor those experiences to what uh, that company or organization needs from us um not everybody wants that banner uh sponsor you know sponsor banner or those you know 20 general mission tickets or or what have you so hey if it's on the show grounds i can put somebody's name on it (laughs) or we can uh we can develop an experience that's going to work for you and and we have you know um If it's something that brings value to your organization or promotes your organization or service in a way that we can genuinely and uh, together bring awareness to what you're doing or what uh, you want to share, we'll come up with a solution or a package that works for you. And we've created some really great partnerships that way. Uh, For example, uh, Florida Power and Light this year They came to us after the hurricanes. Um, And I say hurricanes because we've had more than one (laughs) over the last two years. Um, They wanted the community to be aware that they wanted to partner and uh, show their support for community events. We started with a very small uh, sponsorship. They wanted to um, support our Earn Your Wings reading program in, uh, in our elementary schools. So they started with printing our tickets. That has since developed into a on-site drone competition in high school, with high schools coming in on Saturday. And um, they're going to be competing in a closed-enclosed tent area on-site on Saturday. So that they're not only just doing the reading comp- uh, program, they're also having an on-site competition for high school kids um, to become... Uh, more involved in drone competitions, and we're doing that with them on on Saturday. It's become uh, a much bigger sponsorship package than we ever anticipated. It's uh, put us in a STEM situation where we didn't anticipate we would be, and we're looking at things even further down the road where uh, drone things will become part of our show, uh, potentially down the road. So it started with a conversation about reading. Were five, you know, way down the road in things we could do and sponsorship. So um, that's how it all starts.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's probably where. Having that experience in the nonprofits has helped you, you know. Tell us a little bit about that. How how you were involved in some other nonprofits before this?
2: I uh, I came to Florida from um, from Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia, and I worked for a company there uh, in insurance. and Not everybody's going like that word these days, but. I was blessed that the gentlemen that I worked for were very philanthropic. Uh, We were in a community right outside of Philadelphia where um, we had the resources. It was around Villanova. Villanova was very big on Special Olympics Um, and there were some other things there. So we were very involved in in getting our groups to go and do uh, charity work. So I got involved very early in, in in my careers in being involved in charities and and uh, in company work. Um, that got me to boards, board work, and um, I didn't as I moved to Florida. Uh, I didn't want to lose that aspect because uh, in my family service, we were always taught that service is the best way. To show your value as a person. So uh, we were always taught to give back. Um, And I didn't know anybody when I moved here. I moved uh, to get married. And it was my way of uh, meeting people. So I was asked uh, um, early on to join some boards. uh, And it started with... um, I didn't join the board. But I was asked to join a fundraiser. And my first one was Habitat for Humanity. And we started with... um, what was called a Casablanca night and it just so happened that it was after a hurricane um it was after hurricane Charlie that I got to meet Dana uh and we had our fundraiser in um his hangar actually and that's kind of maybe where I first started to have my touch with aviation um we did a very it was an awesome fundraiser um, he did a really good job of cleaning out. We did it was it was a beautiful, perfect setting for Casablanca night in his anger. Um, but you know, from there, I got involved. I could probably run down a laundry laundry list of charities that I've worked for or with in fundraising and t- that have touched on probably um, most of most, if not all, of uh, American Cancer Society, uh, March of dimes. Um, a lot of them throughout the years. Um, our biggest one, and probably the one I'm most proud of, was a fundraiser that a friend of mine and I—I uh, I chaired it. She helped me, and actually, she's still involved with me with the air show, Jill Ferguson. I chaired it. We developed it together. It was called the Barstool Open, and it's in—it was in Punta Gorda It still is. It's actually going to happen this weekend it was a fun event. We just started talking and we're like, how fun would it be if we could just develop a, a par three mini golf, uh, event where you could go from bar to bar and people could pay to play. And at the end of the day, we just gave prizes away and we raised some money. Um, and we'd find a charity and, you know, cause it was just like a pub crawl, but with mini golf attached to it, somebody else was doing it out in the Midwest and, you know, it works in towns like this because bars are so close together, you can walk. At the same time, uh, we were being approached by Dollars for Mammograms, which was a, um, a nonprofit that was trying to find funding to develop their services into Charlotte County because they had one zip code that they could afford to bring uh, mammogram services into Um in the Charlotte County and that's all they could afford to bring into the county so we said okay well we'll do it it was a October event we picked the first Saturday of October and we're like okay we'll give it a try the first one we did we had no idea how it was going to go we wound up raising almost I want to say it was like eight eight or ten thousand dollars in a Saturday we thought it was amazing we were rolling in money in my living room, <laughs> counting cash. We thought, this is unbelievable. Um, but so we said, decided we let that one go. The second year we thought, well, if we can do it in Punta Gorda, we'll do it in Port Charlotte, too. We wanted to do something for kids. Uh, if we did it for adults, we wanted to do children because we had heard that the need was still so great after Hurricane Charlie, the kids were, were not getting fed in Charlotte County schools or they needed to fund the uh, additional pr- supplemental to the Charlotte County uh, programs for the lunch program. So we did, um, there was a similar program to what's now Backpack for Kids. It was in the school program called, Lucy, Dr. Lucy Gardner was doing it. So we funded, helped her to start that program. And we did Backpacks for Kids. And we it wasn't quite as popular as the October event, but we still raised a su- substantial m- amount of money through the years that uh, I did it with Jill together, we had 10 years of work together. Um, we started. Uh, we raised money for um, an adaptive playground pro- project for the for the schools. We did uh, the homeless, uh, Charlotte County homeless coalition. Um, we did. We started a program with the Charlotte Behavioral Health. For suicide prevention in uh, schools, elementary schools and middle 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 schools for kids, and together we raised uh, over half a million dollars. So that's probably one of the most things I'm, I'm proudest of uh, in in my nonprofit career. But when I left my paying job, <laughs> uh, when I say I retired because I think I did, I went to work for. Um, What's called the continuum of care here in Charlotte County, and began work um, in serving the homeless. Um, so I actually went to work for a nonprofit and began doing nonprofit work. So uh, that's what I. And then from there, what I do now is I am the director of operations and marketing for a nonprofit that does advocate for. Um, affordable housing for military families and at-risk families. So we're actually building and um, trying to renovate and remodel and provide housing for folks who can't uh, afford or get their own housing.
1: Wow, you know, hats off to you for all that you've done. I mean, that's incredible that, and this is all, you know, most of it's been volunteer. Obviously this last one here is a, you're involved as an employee there.
2: I'm in a paying gig now. The air show is
1: my non-paying gig, and, and we appreciate that. And that's something that I think people really need to know: is a lot of people that are there are there to give back, and uh, I think it has this. There's this great, you know. Partnership that you have with all these different organizations, whether it's the folks that are out there performing, the vendors, the advertisers, and even the airport. And uh, and what's interesting is now you shifted over to aviation. I think that's really cool, Uh, but it must be really tough. I mean, you know, how do you how do you get? You know, something like this together. Give us a quick sixty seconds how to plan an air show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> sixty
2: seconds on how to play an air show. You, you learn from everybody else that's doing it, and then you steal their ideas, and then you bring it back in and try to do it yourself. I think um, we have some great people that we kind of uh, l- I listen from. To um, you know, I'm also on the CKS board, the Southeast Council of Air Shows, and Natasha from Wings Over Houston, and um, you know, I, I watched everybody else and then come back and try to do it. But, you know, there's a great footprint there from 42 years of all the people who have done it before us. There really has been. Um, you learn from what they didn't do right, I guess, and you take everything they did do right and just tweak it to try to make it right. Um, we're automating a lot of things we over the past couple years because there's a lot of great tools out there uh, to make things simpler uh, faster and more efficient, um, and we're, we did a lot of work on that over the past um, two years. The other thing is putting the right people in the room. We have we have an awesome team. Um, Matt Len is one of them. and I know he's a, a good friend of yours. Sam or, or Stan Smith, uh, Dana. You know all those putting the right people in the room that that know what they're doing is half the battle, and you can't do it by yourself. There's no way, and you have to have a board and um, and the folks that, that help you uh, do the job in the room. And we get more people coming to the area that even bring that those qualities to us, retired folks from uh, the military and, and other forms, and people from other shows that come in and say, Hey, listen, I just was at I was at Sun Fun or I was at um, Oshkosh or I've been at this at this show, and they'll come in and they'll help us. Uh, by telling us what they did that worked and didn't work, and it's been um, it's been really good to have those tools.
1: You know, like with us at Stuck Mike Avcast, I and mean, we've helped for many different shows. And uh, Matt and I got talking and said, "Hey, you know, why don't we help you guys with this?" I mean, we've done so many of them, and it's 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 just there's so many really cool things that are out there that you can do for an air show. If you have a talent like we like to do interviews, you can do that. If you have any other talent you can help out with an air show. It doesn't have to be aviation related, by the way, right? I mean, there's lots of things you need, right?
2: Yeah, it's 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 a business when you look at it, right? Just like running a uh, at the end of the day, you're in it to not lose money. <laughs> you're in it to make a, a create a, a good experience for everybody who's there to enjoy the show. And you don't want anything bad to happen. So it's a risk management. So that's, you know, everybody wants the same thing. And if you're learning from everybody else that's doing something right the demographics are different not everybody has the same layout not everybody has the same uh parking factors not everybody has the same food vendors or what have you but you have the same end mission you have the same beginning you you can use the same tools um so you know we all share in the same the same game i guess you could say so you
1: have some really great performers coming there, some A-list performers, Patty Wagstaff, uh, Patrick McAlee, the Thunderbirds, Randy Ball. I mean, everybody that's coming in there, is some amazing performers. Uh, what are the challenges of, of getting those performers, either logistically or just in general marketing, to them?
2: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, everybody wants them Is a challenge, you know, in and of itself. We have to compete against every other show that's happening in Florida around the same time of year. You know we have Sanford right before us, uh, and I think we have Stewart right after us. So I mean it's a challenge, and it's a gift. Uh, you know it's a gift because if they're coming here, it's easy to go to one right before us, right after us, from an expense standpoint for those performers. It's a it's a challenge because some of our s- people see them there. You know, well they're just we just saw them there, or we just saw them there. Um, but two, you know, um, it's not it's not cheap (laughs) to bring some, some people, uh, you know, there's gas, there's, uh, hotel rooms, there's, um, you know, there's a lot of expense involved in, in some of these things. Um, and it takes, you know, it takes some finesse and, you know, uh, it takes some, some talk. Jet teams are difficult to get worked into the schedule um because they some can only come certain times a year some can only um, make their schedules work certain times a year but they're the ones people want to see and um, they don't understand why why can't they come now well we're on a working airport also um, and our busiest time of year is March and that's when certain t- uh, teams w- want to come we can't shut down our airport for an air show in march i don't think our airport would love us all that much so um you know it just sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work out but i can say this and i've told our community this a number of times and they'll probably get tired of me of hearing the story When the first time i went out to to vegas and we stepped foot on the conference floor and we did start to meet with some of these performers i did not realize how much uh people do they do want to come to our show and how um how they liked our show until i went out there and i was humbled by it i think you know you have to respect them you have to be hospitable you have to treat everybody um you know with respect and and um give them a reason to come and they and they will want to come and most most performers do want to come to our show we um we get calls. We get a lot of calls. And we still are getting calls of people that want to come. We and our and our our card is full. But um, we know we like to, we like to be hospitable. We like to entertain and we like to, to uh, welcome people into into uh, Punta Gorda and into our show. So we pride ourselves on that and um, we hope that we we uh, are good hosts to our guests, both our ticket holders and our performers.
1: Absolutely. You know, speaking of that, we've talked a lot about the air show and performers, uh, but there's many more things to do during the day. Obviously, uh, we're going to want something to eat. We're also going to maybe want to buy some souvenirs, uh, possibly do some other things. So other than, uh, obviously, with us, with Stuck Mike Avcast, a general aviation podcast, and also our Aviation Careers podcast... um, what other vendors will be there that are kind of outside the, the purview of what most people think of just, you know, watching an air show above them? Uh, what else can they see and, and do?
2: We have um, we have about, I want to say, 30 or 40 just regular craft-type vendors that are coming in on Vending Row. Um, and we're still adding those, actually. every Every day, you know, we get some more interest in it. And they run the gamut from patio umbrellas to tower gardens to, um, uh, and and a lot of our veteran services, you know, the nonprofit vending or veteran services, military heritage museum is going to be out there with some stuff. Um, you know, the interactive things and, and, um, stuff like that. So, you know, they're there, uh, um, the air force, uh, simulators and their, their big, um, trailers are coming out. Um, you know, we have vendors with merchandise and, and, uh, apparel and things like that. Interactive children's zone, um, you know, with some things to keep the kids busy. That's always important because if the kids are, aren't busy, mom's not happy, (laughs) you can't have a good afternoon. So, um, we have 20 some food trucks and food vendors. So there's a wide variety of food, uh, options. We have three Tiki bars uh, with some additional portables for water and, and um, beverages. So uh, there's a lot of options for food and beverages, um, and then your recruiters and, and, and other military and, and the statics. You know there's a very large uh, static line, some boats, some, you know other fo- things to look at. Um, so we'll, we're going to keep you busy.
1: That That is one of the things I think is great about air shows is, and I always tell people this, just go there uh, not just for the air show. Go for the other things. But also, you know, when I mentioned this to my team about the Florida International Air Show, they were all like, man, I want to go. Uh, this is really cool. And it it's one of those places where over the years now, because it's been running for a while, there's also a community and friends that they make at that specific air show. So that's another really cool thing. Is the fact that you actually get to see some of those friends? Like, uh, as a matter of fact, my uh, buddy from work, Scott Farnsworth, he's actually going to be flying. I think in the show, or his team will be there.
2: I forgot Scott in the lineup. How did I forget Scott? Scott comes. We love Scott.
1: Yeah, awesome. He is absolutely awesome. And uh, if you haven't seen his plane, it's it's pretty amazing. It's actually. Is parked right over next to me here, and it's uh, it's a really uh, great uh, show. You, you think of just air racing, but he has a really cool air show that that goes along with it.
2: He does, and you know he's a favorite that comes in just like Patty. You know he he is he's been with us you know often over the years, and as soon as you put his name up on the uh, on the performer listing, people are excited. They, they know, you know, is he coming again? Is he coming again? And um, they really do. Because he has a nice setup on the static line also when he comes. Very interactive with our crowd and um, all through the, the weekend. And they love when he comes.
1: Yeah, and that's the Racers Jet team. It's actually with Jerry Jive Kirby and also Scott Farnsworth, uh, two ra- great performers at all the different era shows.
2: On Thursday, well, we're going to uh, start on Thursday night actually with a kickoff at. The Four Point Sheraton Tiki Bar down by the water and we are having uh, Dewey come in with um, Dream Big Entertainment with the Maverick F-18 cockpit um, model so he can take pictures with the kids and he does a really good um, piece where you can Get in the plane, take your pictures, and and uh, as a memento. So he's going to kick that off on Thursday and then move the plane over on to uh, airport grounds uh, for the weekend. That downtown area has a great feel to it. Um, it's a great area to walk around, and, it, and uh, um, it'll be a nice night, and that'll get us started on Thursday night.
1: Uh, by the way, if you're looking to find out more about tickets, FloridaAirShow.com, FloridaAirShow.com uh, has the whole lineup on there, how you can find tickets, uh, volunteers, sponsors, uh, everything, contact information. They have a great website also. uh Go check out their Facebook page, TikTok, Instagram. A couple different videos you can watch, uh, but just a lot of a, a lot of great stuff you guys are doing out there. I think this is absolutely terrific what you've done.
2: We're getting, uh, we're just getting ready to put the parking information up. That's going to be going up in the next couple of days. We just finished uh, getting that finalized. We had, you know, we're still in long term recovery here, so we, people had to bear with us on a couple of things. We had to had to finalize some lots and stuff where we had trailers and things are still here so things were a little slower on the parking side for us but we we finally wrapped it up so we'll be putting the parking and, and directions out um, over the next couple of days so.
1: And the show starts at noon But the gates open at 9 So make sure you come by and check out some of the vendors There are lots of fun things to do uh, Especially for the kids uh, November 4th and 5th uh, of 2023 If you're listening to this after that Of course there will be another one the next year You can find out more at uh, FloridaAirShow.com that's uh, it's a terrific website, like I said, and uh, I know I'm going to get this question. How about people with campers? Uh, anybody that's bringing their RV?
2: That's a great question. We have said in the past that you know you can park there, you just can't uh, stay overnight in any of the lots uh, out there. So um, and you can't watch the show from your camper. You got to come into the camping grounds So we did. Uh, parking is included in the ticket price this year, um, but we don't. You know like guests to park and then watch the show from the parking lot so um you know you have to do, come into the camping to the lots but uh you know their parking is included in your ticket price I don't know how else you can make that any clearer because we get you know what when you're on the water too and I don't know how I, I think you have to come into the lots into the gates when you go to a show like in Fort Lauderdale or what have you but you know i get the question too can you see the air show from the harbor don't know i'm at the air show <laughs> so um because right, we want people to come to the show and see the show um that's where everybody is you know so
1: so um least how about uh Anything else you can tell us about the air show? Any you know final thoughts on and oh, and the airport obviously uh, talk a little bit about them and
2: I mean we've we have we have had and continue to have a great relationship with the airport. Uh, they um, you know uh, they help us do what we do. I mean they are it is a operating airport while we are on grounds. I mean they have commercial flights coming in and out uh, during the show. They have. Uh, an FBO, an air center that's operational during the show as well. Um, So their private uh, carriers or their private planes um, will be operational uh, during the show as well. So, you know, we have some challenges with uh, planes moving (laughs) in different places during during the show. So, you know, we we hope that our guests are going to be respectful of, of some things that we have to have in place, you know, people uh, not not walking in certain areas and watching out and being a little cognizant of you know aircraft that are moving and things like that. So um, everything is done for the safety of our guests. We have to have uh, TSA rules in place um, <clears throat> for baggage checks and things like that. It's just like you're on airport grounds. So um, we hope that folks are just patient with us and aware of that fact that um, you know you're at the airport. And that, that's what's happening uh, when we are asking you to do certain things, is because we are uh, on airport yeah, grounds.
1: Absolutely, it's uh, and the don't forget uh, Allegiant Airlines. Uh, they actually they are a big sponsor, and they also are are operating all day out of there, right?
2: You know, we could talk about our sponsors too, because we have uh, you know uh, PGD uh, Punta Airport is a presenting sponsor. They 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 not only do they help us out on the airport with. Uh, um, you know, uh, grounds and stuff. But they um, are presenting sponsor of FPL Tropical Smoothie is a presenting sponsor for us. They uh, they like to, to give samples away. Um, they're going to be giving some samples away at the entranceways. Um, when you come in, you get to taste their deliciousness. And then we also use them for box lunches in our flight club. Flightline Club. So on Saturday and Sunday, we uh, provide box lunches in the Flightline Club, and they are um, they uh, help us with that. So um, just a couple of our major sponsors, and then um, that help us out with in a big way. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and of course, we're we're going to help out as much as we can with getting as many interviews as possible. So if you want to hear the interviews, stuckmikeavcast.com and also uh, Florida Air Show com. You can find out more on their website and listen to some of those interviews after the show. So say you've missed the show, uh, we're going to get as many interviews as we can. Uh, Patrick McAlee, Scott Farnsworth. Uh, we're also going to get it. Patty Wagstaff, Thunderbirds, uh, just like we do at the other air shows. And it's a lot of fun because not only do you get to listen to it, you're reliving that experience. Uh, if you can't make it or while you're there, I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: We have you uh, set up right next to the jumbo ah so that's where cool we
1: yeah so f- to find us Jumbotron come say hi get a picture with us uh, we'll, we're going to have of course our, our little banner in the back so like we always do at all the air shows come get a picture uh, with one of your favorite co-hosts Tom Frick will be there uh, we're trying to get Victoria Neuville who hasn't been on in a while and uh, some of the other co-hosts Bill English may actually be joining us too uh, in the studio there and also at the at the booth and possibly some other folks that uh, that have been past uh, hosts of the show so a little Surprise there
2: That's right in the Hub You're, You'll be right in The big hub area Which is where all The food trucks are The Right off to the Tiki bar The flight line Clubs right there Reserve seating um, all that's right in that that area Right on Flightline
1: And uh, and come on out uh, Come say hi to my wife I know a lot of folks uh, uh, Don't realize my wife Was in aviation too uh, She actually uh, used to fly down To Antarctica And did three tours down there So something uh, <clears throat> Maybe you'll come out and uh, visit It's uh, a lot of people Are surprised by that and, uh, and by the way We have a real connection here With the air show Obviously Denise and I Are both from Philadelphia I was born in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital right there If you're from Philadelphia Make sure you come by and say hi to Denise
2: Especially on Sunday Because there's a game On Sunday They're playing Dallas
1: People that uh, That enjoy games uh, Air shows And like you said It's it's like You know Football Pizza, beer Baseball, fireworks NASCAR And, and Skinner Rolled up into With a big bang And I think you're Going to love The air show here At uh, FloridaAirShow.com. Airshow.com uh, You can get your Tickets there Find out more You can see some Of the videos And also uh, Some of the interviews That are online here uh, Denise told This has been awesome Thanks so much much for for joining us today
2: thank you thank you for having me
1: and we're definitely going to have you back on again and even during the show we'll be wandering around with both our microphone and also a camera over at the show so we'll get a couple of interviews there and uh, it'll be just a blast
2: you know i I was telling Matt this last night during the board meeting. I don't know if it's because I think we're just prepared. Uh, We have a great director of volunteers who's kind of wrapped everything up this year, too. And I'm just kind of calm. I don't know if it's calm before the storm or what, but we had a good board meeting last night. We're we're into that weekly board meetings now. And we were laughing. Everybody was having a good time. We were kind of all... There wasn't that stress and kind of gritting of the teeth like we do going into normal shows. So, and it's going to be a big show. Uh, Ticket sales, a lot of the preferred, a lot of the premium stuff is either sold out or selling pretty quick. And um, normally I'm, I'm a little stressed out and nervous, or I have been coming up to this. I'm kind of mellowing out. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting a calm and easy feeling about this. So I think it's going to be a really fun weekend. I really do. I think we're going to have a good show. It's going to be a good time.
1: Absolutely. Again, Denise, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. And thanks to everybody that's listening right now and uh, and also especially to our sponsor, the law offices of Robert M. Strumer LLC. Those are the folks that handle all those aviation matters including FAA safety investigations and pilot uh, medical certifications. You can find them at com. Also, don't forget, they're giving away 50 scholarships guides using that uh, coupon code Law, and then go over to aviationcareerspodcast.com. Scholarships are just Click on the scholarships on the StuckMikeAvCast.com. If you have questions, anything that you want to add, uh, of course you can write us here at StuckMikeAvCast. Go to the contact page, uh, find out more, and I really want you to do this. Go out to FloridaAirShow.com, check out the performers, check out the pricing. Uh, you're not going to get more bang for your buck than you can at Florida Air Show, and you're going to have a lot of fun. Again, Denise, thanks so much for coming here.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: And this is what I'd like you to do. If you get a chance and you're listening right now, uh, I know this is a a, a podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. I think you'll love this air show. FloridaAirShow.com. And do this for me. If you haven't been flying, you haven't been out there, gotten into aviation in a while, come down to the air show. Check it out. But make sure you try to do something today to get back into aviation and promote your passion for aviation. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there.
0: The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.